What's going on, everybody? Hello, and welcome all to the uh, Spooky Spooky Horror Show podcast. Delta it's turned up. himself again. Did I? Yeah. There you go. Is that better? Okay. <laughs> that's why I told you. If, it's if hard to remember. That's why it's I told you. Well, well, what screen do you have me on? I have you on three, almost three different. I have you over here that's on Discord. I have you over here on uh, fucking uh, your stream. Which one do you talk yeah. to? So what's on your main screen? Oh, I'm looking at video games right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Right I should be on the main screen. The video game should be on the other since the main screen is in front of your microphone. Okay, so then you feel <laughs> that I should be doing this is what you're telling me. So hold on. One, one second, yeah. sir. Listen, yes. sir. All right. Oh, jeez. Okay, man's there. man's about, recording a podcast and he's sitting there that? looking at games. Yes, because we are gamers. I'm getting bored. Uh, I got fucking, I got gamers lock. I don't know what to tell you. Still haven't beat Elden Ring, everybody. How old is that I, game? Um, Hello and welcome all to another episode of the Spooky Spooky Horror Show podcast. I'm your host, Sean. I'm joined by Anthony for Ooh. another banger of an episode. Today, we will be reviewing and spoiling the 1998 classic disturbing behavior before we get into all that 1998 Anthony, i know shit. before we get into all that anthony how has your week been i actually i mean it's not bad i i guess i uh i don't want to say work's picked up it's just that i guess the heavy work that i actually do that's like my, my specialty work uh has been coming in so i've been doing that so i'm actually content at work for once it's only taken That's fucking great. two years, but <laughs> you finally you know have I mean? stuff to and actually keep you busy. I, I know. Yes. Like I can't. And, and you know what? I don't want to hear. Oh, you know, nobody wants to work. Maybe if you gave them the task that they fucking were hired for. They yeah. might be a little bit inclined, you know? No, th th honestly, that's what it usually comes down to. It's you, you, nobody wants to work. You don't want to pay people. And <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want them to do the job that they actually got hired to do. You want them to do everyone else's job. So everything else. So yep. it's like, fuck me, man. But um, yeah, we're getting the room together. I'm fucking. I, I'm gonna move the table tomorrow. But the room's coming together. We got some stuff going on in the back. Got some more crazy ideas coming. I want to paint yeah. this room soon too. Um. Yeah. I just. I. I sent that. That image of Art the Clown yep. to Engraver Gamer to do the wood Engraver burning of for the back of your wall. So just make sure you have like an area picked it. out. Yeah. Just yeah. go around. Um. He's a. Uh, he's based in the UK. So God only wow. knows what stuff takes to fucking get there but he did say he does ship to to the u.s and he has shipped a lot nice. of stuff before so we're good i just good i need man. to figure out what i want in in my area but yeah so let's get into some production facts principal photography began in january 1998 and ran into late march of the same year it was all filmed in the vancouver area and it was written by scott rosenberg and directed by david nutter fucking love his name um, nutter. Yeah. Uh, disturbing hey, behavior. He's the D nutter. Oh. oh God. <laughs> disturbing behavior stars James Marsden, Katie Holmes, Nick Stahl, Bruce Greenwood, and my favorite William Sadler. Fucking love that man. He could do no wrong. This this is where we start getting into like fuck studios, especially with the ongoing writer strikes and shit, and and oh, screen God. actor strikes. Due to negative test screenings, the film underwent numerous studio mandated recuts and reshoots. They even reshot the original ending. What? Many, yeah. Wow, really? Many of the cuts were to scenes providing plot and character development. The studio said get rid of things that explain the plot and 
give the maybe characters that's why, like a development. Okay, maybe that's why I have the opinion I do now. Yep. When I was when we were younger in '98, man, this was like, oh, this is a fucking movie. You know, we all put yeah. it on. It was one of those cult classics, you know. And then mm -hmm. TBS ran the fucking hell out of it. Yep. And then uh, watching it now, I was like, uh, I'll get into it. But that makes a lot more sense now. Yep. Uh, after the first test audience screening, David Nutter had to cut the backstory for Steve's brother, Alan, as well as yeah. a love scene for Steve and Rachel, explaining, like, any of that. How it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, we'll be together. It's like, okay. It's okay, like, really? yeah, well, it's fucking, it's weird, yeah. There's a couple things weird with that. Yeah. And then on top of that, they kept having the flashback of the brother. And the brother's from our time period, too. I yeah, remember he was in a bunch of movies. Yeah, and they uh, never well, showed him in the movie anymore. The film was tested again in front of audiences, and again tested below the studio's expectations, so MGM proceeded to take full control of the film and hired a completely different editor, George uh, Fosley Jr., yeah, to make right. further cuts. So this is there an even... original one floating around? Uh, there, I believe, uh, yeah, I think later there's, um, I think there's info on that. I don't remember everything about it, though. Okay. Nutter was instructed to shoot a whole new ending in which the character of Gavin survives because test audience disliked the plotline where he dies. Cuts made to the film were so severe that Nutter at one point considered having his name completely removed from the credits, but decided not to out of respect for his casting crew. Director David Nutter said he envisioned the film to be an atmospheric, like, X-Files-style thriller, but the studio wanted a Scream-style teen horror, so that's what they tried to recut it as. They and fucking mashed that together poorly. Yeah. He, uh, he commented their attitude was, let's just get to the fright beats. They felt teenagers wouldn't sit through a film that was more than 90 minutes. That's bullshit. The studio what? ultimately cut 31 minutes worth of film from Nutter's original 115-minute version, resulting in an 84-minute theatrical cut. The film had that's a budget... That's why... I, that's why. Yep, yep. Because the studio got involved. This is what always ends up happening. The, the, usually, the people that work in a studio that control all this shit have never made a fucking movie. They are not creative. They're just fucking penny pushers. Like, uh, well, penny pinchers and shit. Penny that's pinchers. all that they do. They keep you in budget, keep you yeah. under the... That's, that's yeah, all yeah. they do. They have no idea how to fucking make a film. They're not creative types. It's like, that's why you have people like James Gunn taking over DC. And it's like, oh, well, he's made films. He understands. That's why people are like, okay, maybe, maybe we'll, it'll be good. I don't know. Anorigod said, uh, quote, We love your story. We just want to make some small modifications. Modifications. The start of the small end. <laughs> what if we redid something else here? Yeah, no, fuck you. But now, now here's the thing. Disturbing Behavior had an estimated behavior. budget of $15 million. And it wow. only ended up bringing in $17.5 million. However, wow. however, you have to know, <laughs> the budget is probably taking into account the reshoots and the recuts of everything. Because all that actually, shit costs money. Yeah, they fucked themselves. Yeah, that that's how well, they know, always they, get fucked up. Maybe so they the actually paid their fucking people. You know, the original budget was probably way less, but because the studio spent through all this money, because that's just how they do. If there's a problem, they just throw money at it. Well, you don't need all companies up, like so mine doesn't mine doesn't do that too. You know, no. Well, because like think about it. Uh, who is it? Blumhouse. They make like million like i think their low budget films are like one to ten million dollars like average like five million dollars and then they they turn That's around good. and they make like fucking a hundred million dollars and it's like why do they make so much money because you're focusing on one thing and you don't spend over that money but back in yeah, like the 90s it's, it's just keep throwing money at shit and it's it's fucking uh, it's stupid i it's it's why I just say, I don't like when the 90s was prosperity uh, was a prosperity time, yeah, time, time period. Yeah. 
But uh, with with the plot, not the plot, plot's coming up. With production facts out of the way and now having that information, what did you think of the film? Spoiler free. Well, now that I know that, well, see, before he just said all that, I had said it to him the other day. I was like, honestly, this is a fucking dumbass movie. Like, when we were kids, it was cool. It was like, oh, look, it's more like vampires, and then we watched these type of movies, and it was like the thing you watched. Yeah. Gather around with your friends. I'm watching it as an adult. I thought it was fucking stupid. I was like, there is so much <laughs> shit I don't understand. I was like, is this like a horror film? Is it a sci-fi film? Boners are killing people? Like, I'm, what the fuck are we doing right now? And now that you said that they've cut about probably all of the fucking things explaining those things, I can see why where it went wrong. Yeah. I can see that. So, I mean, uh, aside from that, then I guess it actually was a pretty decently cool movie. I don't say it was good, but it was a cool movie. Yeah, it's like the acting in it was good. There were some people yeah, that was, weren't it was good, but it's like no. the actors that one in it, fucking like Dick yeah. Kid was like that was a terrible. Yeah. The, the majority of the actors were were good, and I think I even later on I have uh, like th there's a lot of people in this film that like went on to do other stuff where it's like a lot more. Yeah, you look and you go, oh fuck, it's that person. Oh, it's that person. Oh, it's that yeah. person. There's a lot of people um, in it. And yeah, it's like, like I said, I, I've seen this movie a lot, especially when I was younger. Oh God, the, the soundtrack, yeah. the soundtrack is oh, amazing. Oh, the soundtrack. I'm listening um, with her and I'm like, oh my God, my whole entire child is flashing yeah. from our eyes. Yeah. It was all um, bangers after bangers, man. We had good music in the 90s, people. Yeah. Um, but no, like music was good. The cinematography was good. The editing was, was. kind of shit. But that's probably the studio being like, oh, we need to make it boom, 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 ooh, ooh, ooh. And it's like, eh, whatever. I don't feel um, it transferred to, to uh, like, you know, 1080p or, like, updated. Oh, no. no, 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 it, no. Looks, it looks grainy as yeah, shit. Some no. movies don't don't swap over well to modern well, shit. Tubi, <sighs> Tubi has a thing where it's like things are, they, they play, all the movies are, like, 720p. Probably for, you know, oh, okay. it's, it's a free service and all that stuff. But I was looking today. I love Tubi. And this movie only went to 480. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Yeah. That's why. Because downstairs, <laughs> yeah. I know yeah. Perfect does 4K. Yeah. And I, and it's always crystal clear. And I'm like, damn, this is kind of fucking hard to watch. Yeah. That's the 90s. It's gritty as a fuck. It's, you can always it's tell. How, how I it looks ruined. Like a, it looks like a VHS tape in this motherfucker. <laughs> the same way I ruined watching films for you. I've done the same thing to my wife because now oh, when she watches stuff and there's like all the grain and digital artifacts, she's like, "Ugh, this like, is, what the I fuck just is that shit? What is this shit here?" Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. I can't watch it's it. Hard. I, can't. I was like, "I told you once. Once you can see, why the would stuff, you cut you that scene?" It. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. There's a boom in the fucking corner. Who watched the guy with the boom? I'm sorry, you had my experience. But uh, all right, you ready for some spoilers? Spoilers. <laughs> I do. Excuse me. We're, we're, we're going to start off with a with a bang. Almost bang. literally. A banger? <laughs> the film Bangers opens with mash. high school couple, Andy and Mary Jo, making out by the dam. Mary Jo. That, and that's such a weird name for her. She does not look like a Mary Jo. She's not a Mary Jo. No. <laughs> he stops the makeout session before Mary Jo can go down on him because he needs his fluids for the big game this weekend. I'm like, what the fuck? This is probably the only part of the movie where the acting is weird and kind of awful because she's so I feel that's a little stretching that but she she's breathy when she speaks she's like um so. she'll be like he'll be like oh yeah I, I need my my fluids and she's like uh, oh wow 
And it's like, why is she talking like that? Why why is she's that the way she's saying the line? seductive in a poor manner. That, that's, that's not a seductive way. And especially because I think she's supposed to be, like, trash. She's supposed to be from, yeah. like, the other side of the... Sh so she would not be talking like that at all. So it's like that that whole thing, it, it, was, just, it was just weird. But this doesn't <laughs> stop her because apparently she needs his fluids, and too. Why should it? Gavin spots the car and wonders God, what's damn, going on. Kid. Put the kids to bed, guys. We're having one of those streams. Yep. Uh, Gavin Getting spots the car and, and wonders what's going on, so he decides to stick around, especially when he notices that the cops are pulling up. As I Andy, say, is this creepy motherfucker? The shit, his commentary, this fucking guy oh, Gavin yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else is he gonna I'm do? Like, bro, I was, that was creepy as shit. He's, He's got comments. nothing else to do, man. Like, watch people get busted up at, like, Makeout Point or whatever the hell it's called. Watch people moan is what he was trying to do. Uh, but as Andy's about to come, his eyes glow. Just told you, it just fucking did it. It just did Bro, it. I, <laughs> I have it muted though, so no one else can hear it. God damn it! It just popped it up. <laughs> so I gotta do that. I gotta do the whole gum uh, cum stuff all over again. <laughs> okay. <hold fucking> on. <laughs> uh, and it hits okay. so hard from a dead silence too. You're like, no, 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 no. I come so. I just, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Let's take that again. As Andy's about to come, his eyes glow red, and he snaps Mary Jo's neck, dick still in his mouth. Uh, in her mouth, you know, not his mouth. How did that work out for him? I'm sorry. If I don't like, know. Nah, like that, you know, you know, I'm going to think there's a little bit of... I would think of, bad. Mm, oh, I, yeah, I would no. think bad. So now the cops come to the side of the car. They ask Andy to step out. He's uh, always fucking walk over. shit up. It's, it's past curfew and stuff. Andy's talking to the one cop. I think it's the sheriff or yeah. chief. I don't fucking know. I think they call him like I two I think it's the sheriff. He comes um, around again. He's always yeah. at these fucking events. Yeah. So he goes over and they start talking about the upcoming game while the other cop checks on Mary Jo. He finds her dead in the passenger yeah, seat. fucking dead. And Andy has another break, grabs Scabbing the sheriff's the gun, cock. and kills the deputy by the car. Instead of arresting him. Oh, shot the sheriff. <laughs> well, no, she. He, no. didn't shoot the deputy. Yo, shit, well, motherfucker. No, you did no. shoot that, that sheriff. They shot the deputy. They didn't shoot the sheriff. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Instead of arresting him, the sheriff tells him to get out of here and leave Mary Jo's body at the scene. Gavin makes a run it. for it, but his dumbass dog gives him away by barking. Now oh, we're cut to the next dog, day. Right. Bright and sunny high school senior Steve Clark and his family moved to Cradle Bay, a picturesque island community in Washington State in Washington State's Puget Sound. Or yeah, Puget Sound? Puget Sound. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. They do some unpacking. The his parents are fucking weird. Because of like their Very dead brother, his dead brother and shit. It's just, it's it. I don't know. They're awkward um, as shit, bud. Like even he, you got pissed off in that one scene. We'll get in later. Yeah, but they go to school, and I. I this Not is bad. when I realized the film is jam packed with like young up and coming actors that went on to a do like, a ton of things. The dude so, from like, Roswell was in it. You see a little punker ass come down yeah, the staircase. So it's like James, there's a bunch of people in the James uh, Marsden. He was he played Cyclops in the the X Men movies. Nick oh, Stahl yeah. was in a ton of shit. He does a lot of indie stuff, but he was for at least one film. John Connor in I think Terminator Three. It was the one with Claire Danes. Is that the one I'm thinking of? The guy I think I'm so. Of from Roswell. No. The no. show. No. Okay. Uh, the bad Katie Holmes. Guy. Oh. Katie Holmes, obviously Dawson's Creek. What's her and... name? Jelly on Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Because it was like Josephine Potter or something like that. Oh Catherine Isabel plays the little sister. She was in the horror movie uh, franchise Ginger Snaps. She was in Freddy vs. Jason. 
and shit like oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, Dactric. I noticed her immediately. I'm like, holy shit, she's fucking young in yeah. this. Yeah. AJ Buckley played Chug, the guy that's obsessed with Katie Holmes. He went on to be in, like, a ton of shit, but we would know him as one of the ghost facers from Supernatural. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Then you got Brendan Fur, who was in uh, uh, the Roswell. Yeah. But he was also in a vampire movie with the the gay character whose name I cannot remember from Dawson's Creek. Oh, the it brother. Was, yeah, it was a vampire movie where oh, where the the dude from Dawson's Creek has to deliver a car, and he's going, and then vampires come after him. It was an okay movie. They they should have done another one. Carly Pope from the '90s, I think it was the '90s TV show, uh, popular. She was in it. Popular. And I then like him, but I remember that one. Yeah, and then Ethan Embry, who played the the deceased brother, he's in this yeah, that, too. I mean, that dude, and he went on to do a ton movies. of shit. Yeah, yeah, and then that's that's just like the the like teenager slash young adult actors that are in it. Then it's like Bruce Greenwood has been in a ton of shit. Will uh, Will Sadler's been in a ton of shit. The uh, the chick that played Caldecott's like assistant nurse person, she's been in a ton of shit. It's like you see these people and you're like, fuck, I've seen you guys in everything. Everything. Because back then um, they didn't, they weren't big big stars back then. They were yeah. Pe they peppered peppered in these smaller movies that made it big. But yeah, see, Anari God has seen Ginger Snaps. He just hasn't seen it in a while. It's a great, it's a great actually, franchise. It's actually, I have never seen that. Oddly, never seen that. I thought it was this weird kind of like sex film one. No. Yeah. But no. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah, we we could probably cover it. Kind of. <laughs> His family moves from Chicago after the suicide of the eldest son, Alan, played by Ethan Embry. A loss Steve is still struggling with. On his first day of school, Steve meets outcast students Gavin Strict and UV. I love UV. UV is fucking cool, though. He he is He's awesome. All laid back and shit. And it's at this point I want to acknowledge that we are ten minutes in, and we have already been hit with three banger fucking songs, just one after the other after the other, and it continues the rest. Of the movie, the rest of this movie is filled with fantastic oh, the music. Oh, yes. fuck yeah! All the good fucking bands are in, in this. I can at the end of this go through like the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Um, Wait, while you're doing that, I'll look it up. Okay. Gavin explains to Steve the cliques of the school: the Motorheads, the Micro Geeks, the Skaters. I had one of those stupid shirts. Did you? What? Uh, that that stupid shirt that he was wearing, the skater. No. I you never had that. that. I had that. No. And then there's the blue ribbons, or the, the blue robots, as Gavin and UV calls them. Or the then, of course, dudes. Yeah, and then you have, of course, Gavin and UV, who are basically just burnouts. The town sees the blue ribbons as a clique of preppy, clean-cut uh, clean overachievers. I was mixing up cut and cult, because <laughs> they're cult. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they are cult, definitely. Yeah, clean-cut overachievers. But Gavin claims they're a murderous cult that's been lobotomized and brainwashed by Caldecott, which they are. Steve is yeah. skeptical about all that, but keeps his distance from the ribbons regardless. At dinner, Steve's sister, Catherine Isabel, has already made friends and has her over for dinner. This is day one. Day one. This one. Dude, day one with this guy. Yeah. D day one. This bitch has a friend over. Want to come over to my house for dinner? Day one. Yeah. Bitch, nobody knows you. Nobody is nobody coming knows. over your house that fast. Yeah. Like, no, get out of here. We had stranger uh, danger. These kids don't have stranger danger. I can't stand it. I just watched it, but I think I was in the middle of typing when it happens. Somehow the brother, the dead brother is mentioned. I think it's because like an extra plate was set. Yes. And then, then he, that's when he freaks out 
and he's yeah. like, okay, we're just gonna start continue to act like nothing and all that other yeah. shit. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, that's fucked up for this kid. I I love when she's like, oh no, that's my brother. That's a spot for my brother Alan or something. And she's like, I thought your name was Steve. And she he goes, no, oh, no, that's my my dead brother. Uh, on, yes, Steve the Forsaken. Games. See, Inari God knows yeah, the Forsaken. Yeah, he knew it. Yeah. Love that movie. Uh, it's a terrible movie, but I love that movie. Okay. And then the the father is all like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and he's all like, hey, so do you get in trouble when you mention your dead grandma at the yeah. uh, dinner table? Because here, everyone gets real angry when you mention our dead brother. He just gets up and walks away. <laughs> just fucking just lays it into him. I'm like, wow, that's a good thing. Good, good. Because they act as if not talking about it is suddenly going to make everything better. It's like a healthier thing for them. Clearly yeah, the, not. Honestly, the only people that seem to be dealing with the loss of, of their brother... Is him. Is Steve and his sister. They're the only yeah. ones. The, the the family is just like... The, the parents are just like... They, they basically treat him like he's crazy and like he's a problem. And it's it's... It's honestly super annoying, and I bet there would be a lot more backstory if, like, 30 minutes of this wasn't cut out. <laughs> you know? I'm telling you, if I would have known that, I would have had a different reaction, you know? Yeah. The next day, we get to meet the school psychologist, Dr. Edgar Caldicott, who suggests he joins the Blue Ribbons program, a motivational workshop. No thank you, sir. It's like, no, I want no part of that. We also get to finally meet Rachel, played by Katie Holmes in the only role that I have ever liked her in. Yeah, Later that really? night. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only role she doesn't look like my sister. Roles. Yeah, you see? You see it now, don't you? Slightly. Yeah. Well, now that he has said it, you can't unsee it, so... Yep, exactly. But this is the only movie she has never looked my, like my sister. This is when she's the only time she's ever... I mean, she always looked attractive, but this she looked good in this one. Yeah. Later that night... Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Gavin, Rachel, and Steve... Yes, are trying to get people to buy them beer, but there aren't any biters. Outside the grocery what? store... I love that old guy's reaction. Get off my back, man. I was like, what the fuck? Is it I was like, fuck what the fuck? Who the fuck says this? It's like, the dude asked you for beer. That, like, for the first time. Why the hell do you say that? Yeah, outside the grocery store, Rachel is approached by Chug, a blue ribbon who's attracted to her. That's AJ Buckley. That's, that's one of the ghost facers. He grows up to be a ghost facer. Gavin makes fun of him after he is kind of like pushed to the side by Rachel and he leaves to get stuff from from the wow. store. On the checkout line, he catches sight of Rachel's midriff bearing outfit and apparently he's so hard up to come that just looking oh at her God, belly button yeah. makes him just erupt. So a couple of just skaters- fucking acts like a dick. A couple of skaters bump into him, sending him into a fit of rage and he savagely, savagely beats the shit out of one of them inside the store. Chug nearly kills him while the whole town and the police are just kind of just like looking there and it's like oh, oh will like so, what is this so much not nonchalant like the whole fucking area is involved like, I, I i don't get it the thing i wonder is i can understand the parents getting behind coldicott um but, yeah but, but why the no sheriff way. my parents drug me you know, I, but, I feel like the sheriff doesn't the have sheriff a kid. Had, didn't the sheriff have No? No, he didn't have a kid. You know, well, and then maybe the other that thing 30 is, fucking minutes they stole from us would tell us. Yeah. But but then you also have the parents see uh, one of the blue ribbons ow, freaking out and like beating moment. the shit out of people in in a yeah, grocery you know, store. Yes. Wouldn't you be like, hey, your your shit doesn't 
work. Steam the vibe to uh, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like no. Or the fact that they locked that that dude in the fucking thing later on and like fucking brutally beat this kid down. Like yeah. Uh, Steve asks what just happened, and Rachel just claims it must be roid rage. Gavin again insists on his whole mind control theory. Gavin takes Steve Which? to the school hideout in the basement the next day, where we meet janitor Mr. Newberry, played by. Not every school Will apparently Sadler. has, uh, I don't know, uh, Freddy the Krueger's fucking, you know, London dungeon down at the bottom of it. Dungeon? Yeah, no. <laughs> what That's... the fuck was that? It even I had know. a little oven there, like they put that they had Freddy's fucking hand in down there with uh, that guy. I was like, what the fuck kind of basement is it for a school? I, I think that's probably like a wood burning. Oh, it was, uh, but like, that was the scariest looking basement yeah. for a school. But I also think that it was it was probably old. That's why it's like there's cigarettes and, and shit like that were hidden in there. It just wasn't used anymore. Outside, they spot blue oh, ribbons destroying Jenko's car because earlier in the film, blue Jenko ribbons. comes in. Him and one of the blue ribbons get into it. They get into a fight. But then at a certain point, uh, Jenko was uh, approved for the Blue Ribbons program. So they, as Anthony brought up, they savagely beat the shit out of him. And now yeah. he comes walking out and he is the newest Blue Ribbon. And he takes part in destroying his his old car. That was a gorgeous car. Yuvi yeah. brings up. Nobody. I want to point it to you. Dude, fucking, it was on school property. Why wouldn't have anybody been like, what the fuck? Even if it was his Blue car. Ribbons. Because it's the Blue Ribbons. That's what I mean. Some Stafford wife shit, man. Now you say that, that does come up a little bit later. UV brings up if Steve knows about the murders of that officer and Mary Jo, and he again just blows it off. It's like, I don't want to believe in your conspiracy. At the yogurt shoppy or whatever the hell it's called, the Blue Ribbons try to get Steve to join the group. Gavin shows up wanting to show him something, but the Blue Ribbons, led by Chug, begin to surround him until Steve finally stands up and says that he's just going to leave with Gavin. However, he doesn't leave before finally snapping at Trent for constantly calling him brother. I hate people like that. I fucking hate that. What's going on, brother? I'm not your fucking brother, up, man. Brother? Like, what up, brother? You're not, and you're not Hulk Hogan there, either. Yeah, but I know. That's the only person who's gonna get away with that one. My there, favorite brother? is up, is Trent slow. You you saw him would, when they were talking to Steve. This is so. Steven. He's from Chicago. He's like, did did yeah. you have friends in Chicago? Chicago. And then after asking that question, he just goes, huh? It's like, <laughs> what, what is this? I'd be like, I don't want any part of this. This is fucking weird. I need to leave. Like, no, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here fucking cold bullshit right now. Yeah. Uh, Gavin sneaks Steve into the school where they get into the vents. Pretty big oh, vents. Yeah, I just get it out of the fucking vents. <laughs> yeah. They eavesdrops on the I wouldn't even say parent teacher conference. I think it's just a, a meeting with the parents held by uh Caldecott. The group agrees to accept the newest candidate uh candidate. Turns out, however, that Gavin's parents signed him up for the blue ribbons and he is the newest candidate. Turns out Gavin's parents signed him up for the blue ribbons, so freaking out, he shows Steve a gun that I he plans to so. use on any potential that brainwashers. Was, yeah. You know what would have probably explained a whole lot with, like, Steve, like, super freaking out over the gun? If they explained more that his brother killed himself I, by so, shooting himself. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. but and no, like we don't. recently, but no. Kids are too stupid to fucking understand backstory and stuff. They don't want to see it. Just, they don't want show, that. Show me boobies and show me killing. That's all that I want. Steve calls him oh, paranoid. Oh, yeah, there was boobs in this. What? Yeah, hell yeah. It wasn't even like anything to a giant. It wasn't like a giant scene or nothing like that. No. I, I would have taken the backstory. But, but she's hot. I mean, she's still hot. She's okay. 
Steve calls him paranoid, wrestles the gun away from him, and then tells him, you know, if anything, just stay with him for the night. Don't go home, stay at my house. But Gavin's like, you, you fucked me up, man. Whatever. Bring my gun back, man. The next day, Gavin shows up at school with a totally transformed look and the same smug attitude that the Blue Ribbons have. Yeah. Steve tries to reach out. He predicted it. He yeah. predicted Steve, it. Steve tries to reach out after, uh, what is it? One of the douchebags calls uh, Rachel a slut. Oh. It's like, oh, sl um, sluts need not apply and stuff like that. I would have I looked directly at Chug, who's been trying desperately to get in my pants and be like, are you going to let him talk to me like that? I thought you <laughs> liked me. And then see oh, if the blue yeah. ribbons would actually fight each other. Because, like, yeah. do they just not fight each other? Like, I don't understand no. how that works. Well, it's unless like, they got raging hard odds for each other, well, apparently, well, because apparently uh, you dick well, that, and getting That's bent. the other <laughs> thing. That's the other thing, though. Because when they get... Whenever they get horny... Right, they they go on a murderous rage, right? When so that lack of brain flow from the head, you know, goes so it, their, their, now, their their organs. If okay, let let let's say Steve did get turned, right? And I think the girl's name was Lorna. She's into him. Say they go to fuck. Okay. Would the fact that they're both like taken over would that cancel stuff out, or would they like beat the shit out of each other and try to kill each other while fucking? Hmm. You know? know? Yeah. You know, like, if Mary Jo had the chip in her head and she's going down on, what was his name, Andy, would she have turned and then bit his dick off? Or would it just cancel out, right? Would it cancel out and they just have regular old sex? It's like, it's like maybe this is stuff that would have been talked about in a, a backstory. But in a backstory, they got cut out. Thank you very much. Dick. And our guy goes, it's just hate fuck at that point. <laughs> So she tries to go over to talk to Gavin, but th there's an asshole, which Gavin is being nice. He's like, I'll, I'll talk to you later and everything. And yes, she, she keep yes. pushes it and she should have stopped, but it's whatever. But then Steve gets up to go and, and talk to him and he gets pushed to the ground after they're like, we don't need you or whatever. And then UV gets up and UV gets tossed across a fucking table. That's and that's table. when the entire yeah. cafeteria clears out, except for blue ribbons. They all lock the doors. Everybody was fine with it. They all lock the doors. No one if was you like, hey, look, what the fuck? If you, if you watch the scene when everyone's there's clearing a teacher. out, there's, there's a, a teacher. teacher. There's a teacher that shuts the door. There's a teacher <laughs> just like sighting him on the door like, oh, oh no. Yeah, oh, I would have oh. been like, yo, Punch go those pearls, bitch. Punch those pearls, you dick. <laughs> It's like, oh god, I'm gonna get my but ass hit to be. There's gonna there. be a showdown, a fucking a, a tumbleweed goes by. <laughs> you know, um, like fucking. But yeah, so they clear out. They start beating the shit out of him, kicking him in the stomach, punching him all. I'm that glad stuff. that Until you Gavin... saw that too. I knew you would. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, even I was riding my bike while watching it. As I'm I'm riding the bike. <laughs> I have my my iPad as I'm like typing up extra notes and like fixing some formatting and shit. And I'm looking, and I'm like, the fuck is that teacher doing? What? The teacher just, just fucking stand right there? there. And he's just, like, right closing there. the door. It's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, man. Fuck you. I'm not getting involved. Yeah. Gavin stops them from beating the shit out of him, and he helps him up. Gavin tells him something like, we will overcome, or something like that. And then knees him in the gut, knocking him to yeah. the ground. Steve, obviously, after they try to, like, help him up, he's... A little embarrassed, so he decides to go oh, eat yeah. lunch in the boiler room when Mr. Newberry comes in, and Steve finds out that Mr. Newberry is not as dumb as he makes everyone believe. Don't as he puts it, people tend to ignore you when they think you're stupid. When they think you're stupid. And that's very true. However, the idea <laughs> is to not actually be stupid. 
<laughs> the problem is yeah. there are a lot of very stupid people very stupid that people think that, that they're smart. Think that they're playing stupid. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, no, you're just stupid. I'm just playing stupid. No. You know no, who those honey, people are? Like, I like they say in the research. south. Bless your heart. Yeah. There's, the Bless stupid your people heart. that think they're smart but are actually stupid are all those people that go, I do my own research. It's like, no, you don't. You don't know how to read no. a medical paper. There's a lot of words in there that you don't even know how to fucking Google. All right, so just stop it. You're you're dumb. You're just a dumb dumb. You just can't you can't people. say the word syllabus, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you go. How do you spell xylophone? You don't know how to Z. It's like well, you failed. <laughs> While walking home, he's chased through the woods by the blue ribbons. It's really dark. When does he get out of the school? The movie is dark. Yeah, the movie is very dark. Right? But it's like, where was he this entire time that, like, all of a sudden he gets home? Like, he's going home and it's dark. He has no... He already said he's not interested in extracurricular activities. So he's not doing any of that shit. School lets out at three. It's super fucking dark as he's walking home. Yeah. Why is it so dark? Like, <laughs> where the fuck has he been? That, yeah. But... When he gets home, he finds the hottest of the Blue Ribbon members, Lorna, in his living room. She just finished tutoring his little sister, Lindsay, and this is when she tries to seduce him. He's he's like, no, it's, no, it's, no, just no. And she's like, okay, well, can I use the bathroom? She goes into the bathroom, and while she's in the bathroom, cleaning up. Bother? Am I frozen? No, okay. No, no, you're fine. Uh, she looks, she's looking in the mirror at uh, Steve, at his <laughs> reflection, and she is getting all slip and slide wet. Oh, yeah. So she, then she comes out, titties out, be like, hi, and... He tries. He, he, he's like, nah, but he, it's a, it's a hot right, girl brain in high fries. school throwing at you. And he's down for it for a minute until he, he sees her eye do that. that, that oh, you mean what light you? up like Wesker from fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. Resident Evil? Yeah. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, no, uh-uh. That, that's a big no. And everything doesn't seem right. I'm glad. I, I am glad, though, that, that Steve the entire time realizes that things aren't like normal mm. they could have easily knew it off the written this yeah they, they could have easily written this as oh he's just a horny teenage guy because let's be honest you have a hot girl in high school that wants to make out with you and she starts making out with you and you see like her eye flicker are you gonna stop <laughs> like you're that not gonna is, that, stop you know that is that <laughs> that question does get begged to be yeah. answered a lot from people. Yeah. And I like, don't you, know. You're just, you're some people like, <sighs> have those limits and some people just are like, yeah. listen, it is what it is. I just got, I listen, it's, I got to go. Honestly, it's, it's like that one guy who actually stops mid boner. Yeah. Cause he, he, he does seem like he yeah. would be a mid stroke. He'd yeah. be almost pumping his vinegar, vinegar strokes and be like, oh, you know oh, what? Honey. I don't think this is the right time. You yeah. know what? I'm sorry. It's, whereas me, I'm like, well, I'm here. <laughs> well, you know, like, I already I paid the gas fare here. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm already you know? here. I might as you know. But yeah, what so he pushes he her away. Anyway, yeah, he pushes her away, and this is when she flies into a violent rage, repeating "wrong, bad, bad, wrong," yeah, wrong. and then smashing yeah, her head so into the mirror. Fucking weird. She grabs a shard of glass and then tries to attack Steve with it. He subdues her, and he he like when he pushes her off, she hits her head on the wall. Right. Yeah, that's what knocks her. And then her she like back. cuts it open. Yeah, and, like, and uh, back into non hornyhood. Yeah, so th this like subdues her, and she snaps out of the thing, and she's like, "I have a big test tomorrow." And then she just walks out yeah. with her tits out. I'm like, I was like the, the fuck? 
fuck is going like, nothing on? Nothing fucking happened. I'm like, oh my you god. You don't like. I would have half expected her to like tighten up. I was like, I have you no. Know, she and then just, walk, she's no. like, I got a chance. She's like, oh, oh no. We then cut to Caldecott and his assistant working on Lorna after the incident. When they find out everything is working fine, except for when they get horny, they freak the fuck out. Instead oh, of trying no. to fix it, he just tells her to just cut the bruises out of the banana. Cut the bruise. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like just cut what? it out. We'll sterilize that area. No, no, you you need to figure out what's wrong to stop nope. that from happening. If you want this to be like a thing, like you can't. Every time someone no. gets horny, he's got like, he's got a whole town to act do an active test run, but everyone keeps dying or killing people. It's either that people are dying or people, people are killing there? people. It's like yeah, that's true. I mean, that's how Steve and his family got there. So I mean, there's, that, there's that, that. I was just gonna say it, Rachel. Yes, it's the next day. So the next day, I think Rachel comes out of class. I think it's like lunch, and that's when UV comes up saying that he needs to sell this bud. But he, yeah, he, he said makes, he has three more people. He, he makes such weird fucking references that like I just don't get. He's like, oh, what is? It? He's like, let's go. It made me feel like I'm Seven Eleven, and I'm like, yeah, I don't what? know what the Seven Eleven what? was. What are you that saying? He's open twenty four twenty four hours. Oh, okay, that's I guess that's what it is. Because I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, my dude. What are you doing? Um, I love when she I, says razor. I was like, did we say that when we were younger? I'm no, like, we did not. Using no, we razor. didn't. That, that's an old person fucking... writing writing children dialogue. And oh, they don't know what I was say. like, I yeah. don't remember that dialogue no. when we were kids. No, we no, because we didn't we didn't say that. <laughs> we didn't say that ever. Rachel goes down into the school boiler room, usually where Gavin and all of them hang out to get some smokes, where she finds a DVD that Gavin left behind, and as she finds it. She's accosted by Chug again, who comes into the the, the That's boiler what we're room. Calling it. Yeah, he the asks her to go out. Yeah, he asks her to go out, and she rejects him, only for him to get um, violent maybe. and force himself. Violent. Out. Oh my uh, god! Is Razor Pure just reference to calling something sharp? He looked like Brock Turner. Um, I I think they're using Razor as like a. Because did she a, say a, a, I got a, a razor? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like Razor. Yeah, so it's like, like I don't cool. know if it, yeah is, is that what it means? I don't know if it's like I gotta go or if it was like cool. I don't remember. Yeah, because she was like, oh, that's razor. Yeah, it's probably like something that's cool or something like that. Or yeah, look, yeah, that outfit looks sharp. So yeah, it's probably like Dark. that old people lingo because nobody says that <laughs> ever. We didn't. I don't remember saying that ever. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you look sharp. It's like no, that's something my grandmother said. But yeah, so she rejects him, and this just makes him get violent and force himself on her. He grabs her titty so fucking hard that you can see her wince. Her wince. It was. It, I was like, God damn, he fucking went for it. I don't think that would be okay nowadays. I think that's something you have to get with like, <laughs> with like a, a coordinator. Get with legal. Yeah, that's because like he he grabbed it and he squeezed super fucking hard, and then he goes to unbuckle her pants because if she's not going to go out with him, he'll just fuck her there because fucking that's yeah. normal. This is when Newberry's device that he's been using to repel rats it like emits like this sound. It has like a frequency like, that's just yeah, and this sends Chug into a fucking frenzy. A Rachel bit escapes. Of rage. Yeah, Rachel escapes as Chuck finds the uh, Chuck as Chug finds the device. I hate that his name is Chug. Finds the device and destroys it. Whole incident is witnessed by Newberry, and he does. Oh, that's the other thing. What what was I watching? Steve meets up with Rachel at her place after he spots the blue ribbons cruising by his house. The DVD that Rachel oh, found Rachel. apparently shows that. Oh, uh, what's it called? God. Um, 
Gavin had went back into the the giant air ducts and was eavesdropping on Caldecott. Yeah. And yeah, there was like some... video of himself. Yeah, there was like... He was talking about some fucking bullshit. So he wanted Rachel to know that these are the things they were talking about and there's got to be something there. So Rachel does some digging and finds out that Caldecott used to work at a mental hospital working on mind control. They decide to check out the mental hospital because it's close by to search for some answers. And it turns out Gavin was right. Caldecott is implanting microchips in the brains of teenagers the with the approval of their eyeball. I hate that. I hate anything to do with eyeballs. I um, reminded me of Dead Space. He's reprogramming their children from juvenile delinquents into well-behaved model citizens. However, Caldecott Drones. can't turn off their hormones, resulting in violent fits of rage whenever the subject gets sexual urges. Damn libidos. <clears throat> now at the school meeting, one of the parents... Like the earlier, one of the parents commented that her son wasn't acting right. Yeah, because I, you fucking brainwashed them. I, right now, can safely say his experiments are failures. Because yes. if they are supposed to be good, upstanding citizens of the community, shouldn't they be nice to everyone in the community? Yeah. Instead, they're cold, arrogant assholes to everybody that isn't a blue ribbon. How do parents go, nah, this ain't right? You realize, because like, it's, it, it's, it's, it, it's the trying to be the Stepford wife shit. Yeah. Heading oh, home, man. trying to come up with a plan. They stop to get gas, but are stopped and harassed by the sheriff or chief, whatever the fuck he is. I can't even remember anymore. Johnny Law. Newberry ends up showing up to throw out rats. Got rats. It's fucking weird. I uh, get a when, quarter per rat. I'm rich. Yeah. I was like, Rachel, I don't know. That sack don't look that big, homie. <laughs> yeah. Rachel goes to start the, her truck up again so that they can go home, and the sheriff's like, what are you doing? Get out of the truck. And then he forces yeah, Rachel like, into the back of the squad car. So fucking weird. Um, and then he hits Steve and throws him in, and then Newberry attacks the sheriff, chief, whatever, uh, the, the and gets radio. them, yeah, lets them out and tells them to get out of there. You, you know, you know the chief is involved in all this. Oh, 100%. He's closing, the, he's closing all the fucking uh, the, the loose ends. Why doesn't Steve just jump him when his back is turned? He's... he's he's Maybe that was in the original film? He's breaking the law and shoving Johnny law. this girl into the I back of a car. And you're just like, hey, man, hey, can you stop? Ooh, wait, no, um, yeah. It's like, you know that he's involved in it. Just fucking, like, as he's doing it, just fucking bum rush him and smash the back of his head into the fucking cop car. No. Get her and get the fuck out of there. Like, you know that this shit's going on. Why are you like, um, excuse me? Like, it just doesn't make sense. T to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Instead, he gets punched in the stomach once. And he's like, and oh, blacks out. no. Oh, and then gets no. thrown into the car. But now that they're free, Steve and Rachel go to Steve's house to grab his sister, Lindsay. But they're ambushed by Caldecott and Steve's parents, because it turns out. Steve's parents name. signed him up for the program. Sold me out, Mom! You sold me out! I just want you to be okay! What about what I want? It's this like, whole ugh. entire scene reminds me of Suicidal Tendencies, that one fucking song. All I wanted was a Pepsi. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> but it's here, Steve finally grows a pair and hits Coldicott. Yeah, right in the stomach. And then Coldicott Ooh. hits the ground. I'm like... Oh, is everyone here adult, a glass cannon? Yeah, like, what the I was fuck like, is going on? As he, he tries to get his sister out of right there. Down. Yeah, as he tries to get his sister out of there, they find out that they are completely surrounded by the rest of the blue ribbons. How are his parents okay with this? You you just saw him get attacked so much, by yeah, so much garbage. Right? Like Nothing's none of it makes explained. sense. 
This is why I said it's a bad fucking movie. As an it's adult like, and someone with a, a foreign brain now, I'm like, this doesn't make much sense. It's like, hey, you want you want me to send my son to this program that you're has these kids that are beating the shit out of my son right now. That's where you want me to s No, it's okay. It's okay. No. But I'm sure, like, if they said no, they probably would have had the blue ribbons, like, kill him. Oh, fuck yeah. Um... What is it? Uh, yeah. So Steve wakes up. Uh, yeah, he, he wakes up as he's being dragged into like the reprogramming place or whatever the hell it's called. He lets Coldcott uh, know that he knows about his daughter, but he responds, "She wasn't that bright to begin with." Yeah. God damn man. Uh, fucking heartless son of a bitch, like, man. God, fuck, dude. Before no he shame. can get reprogrammed, he cuts himself free with the scalpel he got a hold of while fighting with the orderlies or technicians out there. He cuts himself free, and then the technician goes to get him, and he just wallops the fucking ref the referee, the technician the referee. with with the arm of his fucking chair. He gets himself free. He he runs for a while, and then somehow comes across Rachel and cuts her free. I really hope she wasn't reprogrammed because right now she's not all there. On their way out, they encounter Chug. Steve tries to fight him, but Chug overpowers him. While he's choking Steve out with a telephone cord, Rachel beats him in the head with a pipe. pipe. UV and Lindsay arrive outside in, a, in a, the truck, and the group rushes to catch the outgoing ferry. On the way to the ferry, they run into a roadblock where Caldecott and the Blue Ribbons are all so assembled. Weird. What? They have the insane ferry. I'm like, these guys are fucking taking ferries in the middle of the night? Well, um, it's a... The, the fucking... The, the town is an island, so yeah. I mean, ferries yeah. would... I think that's the last... I think they said that's the last ferry of the night. Yeah, there's they're, they're stopped. Yeah, ours ours went all, all night. Uh, oh, what's oh, that? Yeah. Well, yeah, because Manhattan doesn't stop. He fucking doesn't sleep. We all work. <laughs> Thank God, I never would have gotten to some of my jobs. Yeah. Yeah. No. Newberry comes driving up in his car and gets shot by Caldecott in the process, but he knocks the shit out of him with his car. Caldecott goes flying. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> he went boom and just went flying. A fucking ragdoll. He drives down a path, activating the multiple rat catching devices strapped to his vehicle. This, again, scrambling the minds of the the mind control tech inside the brains of the blue the blue ribbons, sends them chasing after him. Steve Bad tells R and D man. Yeah, but Steve tells his group to just go to the ferry and he'll meet him there. First, he has to go check on Newberry to get him out of there. Catches up with Newberry, which I don't know how he managed to get to Newberry. Newberry beforehand. Before all the fucking raving lunatics that are chasing him. Like, how did how did that work? I don't know how that works. But he gets there. Wait, did he have a... Did he have explained. a... Did he have a dirt bike? Yes! He jumped it. That landing was fucking hard. And he jumps it and lands on the fucking... Uh, on the ferry, wipes out, slides, and just gets up like nothing happened. Where did the dirt bike come from? Where did he get the... Yeah. Where did the dirt bike come from? How do you steal the dirt bike? Where the fuck I don't did remember the dirt any bike come scene. from. Don't remember any. All scene. right, hold on. Uh, I'm I'm opening up uh, Tubi. I I'm I'm playing disturbing behavior right now. I'm, I'm on that. Oh, oh you're trying to find bike. it. There's a dirt bike. There's a dirt bike. There's a dirt bike. I see it. It's just a random dirt bike right there. So most likely when the kids yeah all when went he got running cut. after him yeah that that's okay so there was a dirt bike there because that that was my whole thing i had no idea where the fucking dirt bike came from i was like yeah he took a dirt like, bike sure didn't fucking jump that fucking yeah he, yeah he didn't run and jump that shit so he manages to get down to caldecott not caldecott he gets down to newberry 
Newberry. Finds out Newberry is fatally wounded oh. by uh, the, the gunshot Caldecott did. And as the blue ribbons come running up, um, they just completely ignore Steve and start jumping on the car because they want to break all those things. So uh, Newberry goes, hey, teacher, leave them kids alone and drives his car straight off the, uh, straight into the cliff, killing a majority of the ribbons, if not all of them. Caldecott shows up behind Steve and they get into a little bit of a tussle, little ending tussle. with the doctor being pulled off the cliff. Steve rejoins his friends and the four teens leave Cradle Bay to begin a new life. Final scene of the film, a class of unnamed high school students acting rowdy and playing loud music when a principal walks in is introduced to the new student teacher. The teacher is revealed to be Gavin, who survived everything and is still programmed by Blue Ribbon Technology. To pass that, it on as a groomer. Yeah, and that is the end of Disturbing Behavior. Fun facts. Fun fact. On Sci-Fi Channel... And apparently something called Comet. It's a, some TV network. It's probably up in Canada or oh, something Oh, I know like that. Comet. No, I, I know. I know I've, I've seen stuff on Comet. Oh, okay. Apparently, somehow, a somewhat unofficial director's cut of the film, occasionally, it has like deleted scenes reinstated throughout the film, but it still has the, the theatrical ending. It's sometimes shown, was, or at least was sometimes shown on the sci-fi channel. Like it would pop up. It wouldn't oh, be wow. like what was in theaters. It would be this weird thing. And then... Although a director's cut was never released, there has been online circulation of a fan-edited version which uses the DVD's deleted scenes, including oh, the film's original ending. In? Yeah. And that's all I oh, got. Oh, I would I wouldn't mind looking for that. <clears throat> now, I want I want to go first with with my thoughts cuz like I said, I love this movie. For me, this movie is I'll go a little hard and say 3 out of 5. Hard in which way? Uh, like I I, I I would give it a four, but I would I will go three out of five because it's a fun movie to watch. The actors are fun to see. You get to see boobies, yeah. and she's being all weird and like ah and stuff. But now here's here's my my only real complaint of the entire movie. Not the ending, well okay. the ending, but not the Gavin as a teacher continuing Caldecott's mission. Like, that's fine. Okay. That, that kind of makes sense. He was the only one not there when everything happened. So, and he also seemed to be the one that could be nice and friendly and cordial with everyone. So it's like, maybe they made it right. Because Gavin also didn't seem like he just wanted to, like, bust a nut everywhere. You know? Yeah, like a, a, di like a different from, uh, than the regular guys that he's yeah. supposed to carry it on. Yeah, so maybe he's not, like, as broken as the rest of them. My problem... Nuts. comes from these burnout high schoolers with no education thinking they they can with no money get from washington state to That's chicago exactly what me and her said and so what are they doing <laughs> as kids up there they didn't know anybody aren't their parents gonna like call the cops and report them missing they have yeah. her truck's license plate and shit if they have debit cards or something the second they swipe anything isn't gonna pop in a database because even mm. even back then, even back then, like, you still when you did would the use cards. The it would, yeah, your account would show. What are they gonna do in Chicago? Where are they gonna live? What are they gonna do Can't for work since house. they haven't even finished high school? Is his sister in high school or in junior high? I'm confused about that because I don't think they're in the same <laughs> school. But he's in high school. He's a senior in high school. But she's not there with them. She's in a completely different school. But it's not an all-girls school. It's a, it's a co-ed school. It's a, dude, so, there's so much So is she, is she in junior high? Thing. Now now you're trafficking a child across state lines. <laughs> like, there's that, too. We're not even getting into the shit with UV. Like, he's just weird. He's weird. Like, 
But he's funny. Yeah. So this is probably something that uh, David Nutter had figured out in his cut. Probably not all of it, but like all of this extra shit probably wasn't even in there. But focus groups that have no fucking clue what they're talking about and studio execs that have never made a fucking movie in their life think they know better than the actual artist. Of course. I then want to bring up something some reviewers have said about it. This had a lot of negative reviews. Potential. It should have potential, though. It, it, it does have potential, especially if they went with a next, uh, uh, an X-Files-style thriller, which is what this was supposed which to be. Which is what they were supposed to be. Yeah. The majority of the negative reviews complained about the film's like derivative feel, claiming that it took too many tropes from other horror and science fiction films like The Stepford Wives, A Clockwork Orange, yeah. Village of the Dam. And it's like, do you think that there are original ideas? Ever? Anywhere? Like, yeah, I know. If if you think of it, someone else has already thought about it. Like, there, there are no original ideas. It. Yeah. One person in particular, New York Times' Stephen Holden, said the film could have worked as an eerie fable about teenage identity and, so and social stratification in the age of Prozac. But descends into a paint-by-numbers creep show that can't muster enough energy to be the tiniest bit scary. It's not supposed to be scary. It's supposed it's to be scary, eerie, a uh, eerie. Like a clockwork yeah. orange isn't scary. Stepford no. Wives isn't scary. Isn't scary. It's an intense like Village thriller. of the Damned. Okay, that's like, you know, whatever. But yeah, so it's like they complain about a lack of scares in the film. But it wasn't supposed to be a straight horror it's film. It's scary, yeah. It, I, I honestly wouldn't even really full-on say sci-fi. I would say it's more of a thriller. And it, it's yeah. like I said to you before stream about the... What is it? How, uh, oh, fuck. Well, let, me, let me see if I can find it. You said that it didn't... it That it aged poorly. Yeah. And I responded, I don't know. I'd say it aged just right. Parents and authority figures covering up defending violent, rapey athletes because they're the popular kids. Yeah, it's exactly like that's, what they did with Brock. That's, that's legit. Yeah, that's legitimately true for today. So long as you're popular, so long as you have something that you can make adults can feel like better the about themselves yeah. about, like they will cover up whatever fucking bullshit you do. And it like it did this in '98 for our, my high school. It's, it's still doing it right now. Like it it makes perfect sense. Like, of course, parents in a, in a small town like this, some highfalutin doctor comes in and goes, hey, I can make your kids not fuck-ups anymore. You're like, oh, it that's awesome. Mind-controlled. So they, they go, okay. But then it just comes down to the fact that, like, you pe people go missing. Oh, well, this cop ran off with this high schooler. That's fucking questionable. It's like, what? Why? Why did that happen? Like, that doesn't make sense that that would happen. It's like, no one no one questions anything? The whole time, the parents, the, the one parent that steps and goes, hey, so my kid, he was like, you know, he was kind of a delinquent and a little bit of a fuck up, but like, he was a good kid. Now he's kind of an asshole. And it's like, oh, that's to be expected because, but no, it's not to be expected. You that's said- not to be expected. I hate that, that fucking these, answer. You said kids that these are going to be well, no. upstanding citizens and you turned them into assholes. Like, that's, that's the problem. So, like I said, for me, I would give this a, a, a three out of five. I think people should watch it. It's, it's a fun watch. Uh, you get to see a lot of people, especially if you watch stuff now. Inspiring. Like, they're, you'll, you see them pop up and everything. Uh, but yeah, so w w what did, what did you think? What did you like? What didn't you like? I'll do the three, too. Only, I mean, I, it, there, 
I don't like the fact that now I don't know what the actual movie was because that wasn't the movie at all. I want to uh, see the, the original script. Yes, yeah, so do I. I, I, I at least want to read it because it makes no fucking sense for a lot of it. Like the motorcycle, there's a lot of gray area that just doesn't have answers, and I can't stand it because it isn't a horror film. You kill yeah. a person, you chop them up. Okay, it's good. We're good. We're done. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is like, I, I, this. How did this guy come up with this? Where did these fucking this come up with the 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 problem with the the dicks and getting hard and shit? Like they should have answered some of these questions. What was wrong with his And then daughter? the brother. Was she like slutty or something? So he was trying to make her not slutty? Not was slutty she, and then broke her? I don't yeah, know. What, was she already like maybe mentally handicapped and he thought maybe and the, she put her the, away? Chip, the chip could fix her, but it just broke her more. So he's like, ah, and like threw her yeah. in it. Like none of it is explained. So I don't know. So it brings you to that like, oh, what the fuck? So yeah. I'll leave it out of three. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Watch her for free. We used to always be able to see it on TV, whether we liked to or not. It was on TBS yeah. constantly. So, but if you haven't, it's one of our, it's one of our uh, old school ones that we used to watch. That is number sign out of five. That is the opposite thing. <laughs> number sign. I think I had something I from, um, like a positive review that people had they praised the dialogue for a lot of the scenes particularly the cafeteria scene where they explained the different clicks that was like i think the beginning of like that shit they praised the performance of nick stall because dude's a good actor <laughs> he's yeah. just he's a very good actor um but they also who is this this was lisa swarzbaum uh for all of its influences, <laughs> disturbing behavior establishes a semi-real, semi-supernatural, part-mocking, part-commiserating genre of its own. A state so precious that those expecting chiller frights or warmer laughs may be disappointed. None of that is, is accurate at all. What the yeah. fuck are you watching? There's nothing supernatural about it. It's technology. Yeah. There's nothing ghosts, goblins, or creep. Yeah, like, that's not supernatural. And and it, that's technology. And it malfunctioned. Where's the mocking? It's, There's no mocking. Where's the the commiserating? Like nobody's commiserating in it. You know, it's everyone has their yeah. like own groups and it's just kids going through fucking life and like a parent being like, "Well, oh, we're going to fuck shit up." And everything. The only thing they got is like semi-real. Cuz it's like that's how like groups were usually broken up in school. That's like the only thing this chick got right with with the, it's like, <laughs> fuck, "Get out of here." I swear to God, you sit there and you watch these people that like get paid by Review. corporate media yeah, dude, to, to write so this. It's like, just if you don't even like the genre, just don't don't fucking talk. Don't about be it. that person. Don't be the it's, person that does it. You don't even enjoy it. You're going in with a negative idea. It's the same thing with uh, when I when I used to write video game reviews. I never covered uh, sports games. Sports games nah, or driving yeah. games. I I just I don't like them. I, I don't like them. I don't get it. Then it's not enjoyable for you. It's like if if I wanna if I wanna go, it's like oh, but you get to play a sport. It's like I'll go outside and I'll play a sport. I don't need to sit there and pretend to be fucking a Dan Marino Green or Gretzky fucking or something. yeah yeah. Like I don't I don't need that. I have I could just go outside and throw a fucking football around and shit like that. I have a kid. Same thing. I can just throw it to a kid. <laughs> same thing with driving games. Like I don't need to play a driving game. I can get in my car and go driving. 
Like, and in, te- I and in Texas, care. I I don't need to drive any more than, further than what I do. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't fucking care. So it's like there's no reason for me to do it because I'm just gonna go in, like you said, with like this negative attitude towards it. So it's it's gonna it's gonna hamper it. I'm gonna put too much of my own shit in it. I review horror movies because I love horror movies. I'll watch good ones. I'll watch oh, bad yeah. ones. I'll I'll nitpick. I'll like I love this movie. I've seen this movie probably more than anything else we've covered so far, besides like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And it's still three out of five. Like I think people should yeah. watch it. It's not a great film, not by any There's means. Sometimes you sometimes you just need to still watch it to get the rest of your genre. Yeah. You gotta experience the good and the bad. Yeah. Oh, I think next week's film is called Area Fifty One. Oh, Area Fifty One. That's what it was. Yeah. It is no longer on Tubi though, so I need to okay. figure out where the fuck it is now. I mean, it's on YouTube for buying or renting. That okay, so I'm gonna give us the, the trailer. Here we go. This is the oh, I have to undo this. What's up, Van? Hey, what's up, Van? Is Area 51 where the kids wake up in a, a medical area being experimented on? Um, you just described every Area 51 movie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Here, we'll 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 put the trailer on. That's what I just heard every fucking every movie like that. I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, that is next week's film. It looks good. It's Michael Sarah. But yeah, that's next week's film. Uh, it's, it's, it's fine. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not great, but it, it's a fun little thing. It's, I, I guarantee you, you'll probably be like, it's a movie I could throw on in the background. <laughs> yeah. So, so far we have left Area 51, Bad Candy, the spirit board sessions diary of the dead one uh one cut of the dead warm bodies planet terror night of the comet train to busan and scooby-doo on zombie island and then there'll probably be a little bit of a break because this will probably be what was it why was the why is the floor sticky aliens dude aliens aliens um but yeah so i think this will end let me i I can pull it up so i can kind of see the end of season three part a because that'll end like the uh, second week of November, and then we'll have our. By then, if everything goes, oh, if everything goes good, then oh. my wife should be going in for surgery to remove cancer, and then that'll be a couple of weeks of me just like taking care of her, making sure that she's okay, everything's like doing what it's supposed to do, and then we'll jump back into stuff so that'll give me time to come up with more stuff but anthony has been coming up with ideas for like little mini things oh yeah to put up on stuff i don't know if it's stuff that we would just do recordings of or if it's stuff that streamable we would do live like i don't know because i don't know during that that period how much i'm gonna be streaming because you know i have to understandably you know going go in for surgery and stuff is gonna be like things <clears throat> um, that is it for the Spooky Spooky yeah. Horror Show podcast this week. Thank you, everybody, for stopping by, and we will see all of you next week. We can't do bye-bye Later. yet because I have to go back to the other screen, but now we can do it. Bye-bye. Bye.